0: Liz Rao definitely has a quirky sense of humor. She's an author and now a podcast host. But recently, she's undergone a major change in her life, VSG Bariatric Surgery. Now she's on a journey to discover health and happiness. Join her as she navigates this new world. This is Life with Liz. Welcome back everyone to another glorious week of Life with Liz. Alright, I've been avoiding a topic that I didn't really want to talk about, but I'm going to. Get comfortable being uncomfortable. Because this whole episode is going to be uncomfortable. It is for me, probably for you. Nobody ever wants to talk about it, but this week we're doing the doo-doo. You know what I mean? Poo, poo, poo. We're talking about dumping syndrome. Ugh, it's exactly what it sounds like, first of all. You know, things with nice pretty names um, don't really prepare you for the effects of whatever that disease disorder syndrome side effect, whatever you want to call it. So you might as well name it accurately. And dumping syndrome is a group of symptoms such as diarrhea, nausea, and feeling lightheaded or tired after a meal that's caused by rapid gastric emptying, aka dumping syndrome. Rapid gastric emptying. That's a tough word to say. Try to say it three times. Emptying, emptying, emptying. I can't say it. Anyway, it occurs when food, especially sugar, moves through your stomach into your small bowel too quickly. Sugar... Is your number one enemy here guys also if you're eating high-fat greasy meals if you're drinking too much fluid with your meal so these symptoms generally um, they occur right after finishing a meal especially a meal that's high in sugar like table sugar aka glucose or fruit sugar which is fructose so, you know all those commercials were like, it's fructose syrup, it's not a bad thing. Uh, for you, it is. So, you know, don't believe faulty advertising, number one. Number two, you can also get it after eating a high-fat, greasy meal. Now, typically, according to the research I've done, most patients who get actual dumping syndrome are... RNY patients, aka you did the bypass surgery. I am a sleeve patient. I haven't had full dumping syndrome. God bless. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, sweet baby Jesus. But I have had moments where I know what I ate isn't going to sit well. And it's the worst because you start to feel like a cramping in your lower abdomen, aka your intestines. Um, But if that's the worst Okay, I'm fine with that because here are some of the other symptoms. Starting with feeling bloated or too full after eating. Now that's a symptom of many things. Eating too quickly, eating too much, yada, yada, yada. But everyone knows, if you're a female anyways, what we mean by bloated. Um, it's not like a normal fullness. Nausea is another symptom. Vomiting. Always pleasant. Abdominal cramps, diarrhea, flushing, aka you turn bright red and pink or you get a rash, Um, dizziness, lightheadedness. You know that moment sometimes where you stand up too quickly and you have a brain fog? Imagine that like immediately after eating. Sounds terrible. And rapid heart rate. So I know a lot of people who have gotten this and they get like shaky, they kind of get the sweats, Um, like they just want to curl up in a ball. And a lot of people, because of the nausea, will immediately vomit because of that, because it's just, you know, some people have a weak, weak gag reflex. I'm one of those. If I even think I'm going to throw up, I'll throw up. Um, But, in in regard, sorry, regardless to anything, I could be in a car and think I'm sick and I'll be sick. Um, But it just doesn't sound that fun. Now, Imagine if you're an r and patient and it sets on super, super quick within like 30 minutes, 10 to 30 minutes of eating a meal and like you're out at a restaurant and you decided to enjoy like a cocktail, like maybe a margarita. Well, most restaurants use a store-bought margarita mix that is full of sugar. Um, not that I'm endorsing drinking your margaritas or whatever, but if you're going to do it, do it right and have them make it with um a top shelf silver tequila, a little bit of tri- triple sec, and some lime juice. Do like a cheap skinny girl margarita, you know what I mean? Um, don't use those pre-made mixes. I mean, Jesus, have we not talked enough about processed anything. Um, some people get late onset dumping syndrome. That tends to be more of a VSG patient where we're bodies our body still takes the time to process and break it down But about one to three hours after finishing a meal, due to an increased amount of insulin moving through your body because of the sugar, um, then you might suddenly have low blood sugar. Because now it's processing and now it's dropping back out of your system. And that can cause onset late dumping syndrome, which tends to be more of the sweating, the flushing. Um, You get really weak and you do flush. Like you're... Um, not like flush a toilet this sorry it's where my mind keeps going with this topic but like your skin just I break out in rashes or hives all the time um, but I imagine like that's what it's like for anyone who has the late onset dumping syndrome and like I said that tends to be more of the VSG dumping to me the first early like 10 to 30 minutes right after eating that sounds terrible it just sounds like awful, and if you are someone who deals with that and goes through that, God bless. There are some ways to prevent it, though. Having adequate protein at each meal, 15 to 20 grams per meal, pairing complex carbohydrates, because carbs aren't fully the enemy, I like to just remind you all, um, and those consist of fruits, whole grains, legumes, starchy vegetables, etc. with your protein at meals, also helps to combat the effects of dumping syndrome. So whole grains, I think we all understand what that means, legumes, such as beans, lentils, starchy vegetables, that would be your potato, maybe a little corn, maybe some carrots, you know, those are all good things and still nutritious for you. But it's also going to help the more complex of a carbohydrate you're putting into your body, the longer your body's going to take to digest it and really break down all the nutrients. So, like everything else we go through, it's really just about what you're eating and about your accountability. Uh, most people recommend limiting carbs in a, at one meal at 15 grams or less. So you're gauging around like 45 grams of carbs a day. I don't necessarily abide by that rule because. Like I said, I like to do a good, healthy carb. Apples have carbs, FYI. So if I want an apple and a little almond butter, I'm probably going to be above that for the day. But it's a good, healthy nutrient. Um, If you experience low blood sugars from late-onset dumping syndrome – Treat it with maybe like a protein shake or a protein food and not simply something that's a carbohydrate, like a juice, because that juice is super, super processed and also still full of sugar. So go to a protein shake or eat straight protein, eat like, if you're not semi-vegetarian like me, eat a piece of chicken, um, I could eat fish, I could eat some tofu, whatever it would be, but that's really like how you're going to combat it if you go ahead and indulge in something and then you're it's too late to prevent it so at Christmas I could not resist my mom's little um she made these like rollo pretzel bites and they were basically like crack and I couldn't resist it and I had the late onset terrible terrible but nowhere to the point that some of these other experiences are so again god bless you know what I'm saying So in other news, I want to just catch you up a little bit on my life. I've been traveling a lot lately. Um, Mexico a couple of times, Omaha, Punta Cana, all for work, I might add. Except for, um, no, that's not true. One trip to Mexico was for a belated anniversary trip. But the one thing that I really take away from going through the surgery, getting out of my depression fog... Living through 2020 and having been on furlough and then being fired and then not fired, you know, like the whole thing um, Is that you've got to make your own magic in this world. You've got to live in your moment. You've got to be present You've got to let go of the shit you can't control There's a lot we can control but there's a whole lot more that we can't and I have just been so grateful this year and making my own magic and living in the moment and just um I have even let go of like these conditions that were always in my mind like you know don't jump on a theme, don't do cheese ball things, don't do this, don't do that. Like I would I hated people who would like post quotes on Instagram with their photo. I just did one a couple weeks ago um because I'm getting comfortable being uncomfortable. I'm making my own magic. I'm just doing whatever I want to within you know the legal realm of things. It's not that I'm um you know I might be morally flexible sometimes as Jackie Schimmel says but I'm not willing to cross the line very often anymore until I kind of get pushed there or my mood will take me there. You know sometimes we all wake up and when you're a kid, you're like, I got out on the wrong side of bed this morning. But really, I just woke up in a bitchy mood. That's what it is. So if you're looking for something that kind of quenches that sort of bitchy betty inner voice of you sometimes, I want to highly recommend Jackie Schimmel's new podcast, Mind, Body, No Soul. I love to do yoga. I hate yoga classes because I'm I'm not a person who's like and breathe. And pretend you're a tree and your feet are rooted into the ground and your hands as you reach them to the sky are leaves. I can't do that. I can't take it seriously. I want to mock it. And now finally, there's a podcast out there that supports this. Again, it's called Mind, Body, No Soul. Each episode's like 9-10 minutes. And I listen to it while I stretch and I laugh because I think this is so true. Now, if you don't like cursing, one, I want to apologize for my language the last two minutes. But two this might not be for you. If you do, however, have a good sense of humor and you're pretty facetious and you think you can handle it, I recommend it. It just kind of makes me giggle. It gives me that 10 minutes of judgy-wedgy bitchiness that I need to have and kind of like reminds me to live in the moment and stop letting other people tell me that I need to like be at peace with myself and be a bird and spread my wings and whatever. I'm making my own magic. That's what it is. All right. Getting off my soapbox now. I know this is a short episode this week, so I do encourage you to listen to some of my other episodes. I've been on the road a lot, so I'm just trying to kind of juggle it all, do everything. And as you know, I do this podcast purely for fun and for therapy. And if you wouldn't mind, please, please, please share this podcast on your Instagram story or give me um, like a subscription maybe, a five-star rating, maybe a little like on an Instagram post. It really just lets me know that, hey, you're out there, you're listening, and whether you agree with me or not, um, you too admit that you sometimes have to make your own magic. So with that being said, let's talk soon. Thank you for listening to this episode of Life with Liz.